0: Let's talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. That's right. No more excuses. Get your lazy ass off the couch. Go start a podcast. There's the creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Once again, no more excuses. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can hear it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Could it be easier? Even better, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right, they're paying us for this ad. Thank you very much, Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now.
1: This is The Dime, a 10-minute dive into the cannabis and hemp industry through trends, insights, predictions, and tangents
0: good morning everyone this is the week of august 7th as always i've got kellen here with me this is the dime this week we're talking about nomenclature a topic very near and dear to your heart kellen in march we had the first preparations for a standardized committee where at the emerald conference you led the quality summit discussion on nomenclature as the world becomes to regulate and a standardization is in place the nomenclature need for cannabis and hemp becomes even more crucial. Kellen, besides obvious reasons between consumer-seller transparency, why is standardization of nomenclature necessary?
1: I think this topic kind of breaks down into two main areas why it's important, I guess, is that there's an importance on... On the science side, in terms of being able to articulate the different chemicals that are being extracted and ingested by the general population, right? Um, And the safety and efficacy associated with those chemicals. And then um, the other side of the coin is the commercial market side in terms of deal flow, right? So being able to have people in different geographical locations have a conversation about the sales of. A commodity product right and being able to refer to the products with one word that can be translated across geographic regions right so i think that those two areas are really why nomenclature is so important to the industry right now because it's brand new it was never standardized it was all kind of came from this folk taxonomy which was developed through trial and error and kind of uh behind the scenes in the legacy market, right? Because cannabis hasn't been tri- been, traded just since it became legal. It was, uh, unfortunately, there was people trading it and selling it prior to legality and they needed a language and words to describe the products that they were trading, right? And so it was really loosely put together and people in different regions referred to products differently. And so it's really hard for all of those things, for everyone to come together and drive the industry forward if we don't have a, a common terminology or lexicon to kind of like stand on for communication purposes is really where um, the importance is. And I mean, I, I stand really close to this, Brian, and, and I would love to hear kind of someone who is a, a little more of a out, outside of the inner circle of the working on it right now and kind of hear their perspective on like standardization in the nomenclature aspect within both hemp and cannabis. I mean, what's your opinion on this all, Brian? Nomenclature is the forgotten obstacle child per se of the industry. I think you've got
0: state by state regulations, you've got banking issues, you've got all these taxes, you've got all these quality control challenges. And I think the industry sometimes forgets that this is an additional obstacle that makes it harder for them. Because as the example you were saying is if two Two different organizations are interested in having a transaction on an agreement of a product. To even think outside and think we need to make sure that when you describe biomass, you're describing it exactly the way I envision it for this transaction to go through is is just wild to me because there's so many other variables and obstacles that go in that I think nomenclature is the forgotten one. And I think no one's really talking about this right now as something that's necessary for the success of the industry. And I think as the upcoming weeks show, a lot of the major news organizations, MJBiz, AOAC, Emerald Scientific, are gonna take a real emphasis on standardizing that so that this necessary asset becomes understood amongst the, the industry. Next question. How does a lack of standardized nomenclature affect things such as trade, taxes, and regulations?
1: makes it really really hard to tax items that say for example i think this is better explained in an example um say there is biomass coming from a south american country up to say canada for import export based on what that biomass is called is going to dictate how it is taxed right from a tariff and an import standpoint and so if the people in the south american country refer to it as say cbd flower when really it's just cbd trim the price point from a commodity standpoint on cbd flower is much much higher than a price point on the same amount of weight but is cbd trim right because they're different products right so if that isn't clearly communicated via the country in South America, when that product comes to Canada, and say it is classified as flour, when really it could just be hemp for extraction, or sorry, trim for extraction, then it's going to be taxed at a much higher rate based on the mass, right? And that's just from a simple error in language and terminology associated with that product, right? And so I think that that example is the best way to kind of show how it can affect taxes um, and trade. I don't know if you have any other thoughts that you could add to that, Brian. I think it's spot on. I mean, the other obstacle that you didn't announce is that it could be confiscated.
0: It could be incorrectly assumed it's a product that's different than what they believe. And just based on a mistaken nomenclature that people could get essentially arrested and be like, this is flour. And he's like, but it's, gone right and now there's this whole communication of let's look at the product at the end of day there's going to be delays there's issues and it's just unnecessary obstacles that are going to be placed on something where the intention is clean the legality is clear but the problem is the language is not and when the language and the nomenclature is not standardized there's going to be obstacles such as the example you gave that are just going to be headaches for all the parties involved yeah
1: i mean that's a, that's a really good point
0: prediction time what do you think will determine exactly the next steps for nomenclature standardization? Do you think it's going to be a release of saying a bunch of organizations saying this means X, or do you think it's going to be one of those where it's going to take a federal legislation to determine nomenclature
1: standards? Well, (laughs) not that I might know or anything, but uh, I don't think that the federal government will do anything to um, impact federal or to impact nomenclature. The way the federal government typically kind of plays with these kind of situations is they let organizations that have a very credible and reputable brand uh, kind of make the call. And then they just listen to that brand like an AOAC in terms of like, potency testing for cannabis and hemp, right? Like they put out a standard method. The federal government was like, cool. You guys like that. We trust you. That's the method we're going to use now. Right. And so I think that it's going to be that exact um, sequence of events that will actually occur. And, and honestly, I think that I think nomenclature has a, a really big part in actually federal, federal legalization of the cannabis plant right now, because when you really boil it down, cannabis or hemp. Are both cannabis sativa, right? Like they are very, very close, closely related, right? Like, technically, from a genetic standpoint, they just have one enzyme that has a different expression rate than the other one, right? And so, being able to accurately describe those two plants definitively, right, with language, is really what's gonna play a large part in federal legalization of cannabis. Because right now, it's very hard to tell the difference between the two if you just look at them, right? If you're not an experienced, and even if you are, as we saw Brian back in January, when we went to that farm, it's, it's really, really hard to tell the difference, right? And there's some technology out there, like the purple scientific that does a great job at disseminating between the two different cannabinoids, whether it's high in CBD or high in THC, right? But at the end of the day, that's kind of all we got to stand on. And I think the federal government needs, needs more as far as the language that, kind of draws the line in the sand between hemp and cannabis before they're going to be comfortable pushing federal regulation, right? I mean, do you kind of see it going the same way? I mean, what what are your thoughts on all this, Brian? Very similar. Um, As an industry that has tons of
0: influence with politics, which I'm sure most do, but this one is new to me to see exactly how that works. I wonder when the standardization does occur by the groups we mentioned and then they hand it off to their lobbyists who then hand it off to their political leaders when they make these decisions they're not creating the plays. they're just saying we're going to use this information to dictate legislation and then from there it's very straightforward and i wonder if that's exactly what's what some of the areas are, are waiting on is to understand the differences in them because as you said the plants are very very similar and in some instances, same but different right i think that's a easy way to describe it because like it's it's essentially the same plan in most of the capacities is that fair to say kellen i would say that's definitely fair to say (laughs) Uh, might anger some people but at the end of the day i will push to the science for that uh discussion but i think lobbyists and politicians are looking for some sort of playbook where they can reference certain language to make sure that the laws and the legislations that they're attempting to push through are protective and that they're clear in nature. Because I think as we've seen with the Delta-8, for example, the people who made those rules obviously missed a major loophole and because of that, there are people that are consuming cannabis in non-rec states by purchasing online by a lot of these areas that you would assume most would not want to happen, but is
1: very, very abundant here in New York, so. Yeah, that's an excellent point. And that just kind of opens up that whole other can of worms when you're getting into the science and all of that is very, very separate from like deal flow. So like, that's why it's just, it's a massive subject to try to tackle nomenclature in general.
0: Just so. Couldn't even imagine. And, and I really think it's one of those that gets forgotten. I think, especially for me, when I write out the list of obstacles, at least mentally, when others ask me what's the biggest hurdle in the space, I don't even list nomenclature, it's literally the forgotten obstacle that I don't include that I feel like I should because it's another issue. It is another massive step towards, let's say, a standardized industry with understandings of best practices and regulations that others can operate in, and I guess we'll, we'll see. So we're all looking forward to, to seeing what you produce, Kellen, wink, wink, and um excited excited to, to dive into that further.